Hey, this is Justin Service with Heroes United Radio. We have Dark Defender. Hello, hello. We have Red Ranger. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And we have Katie, uh, who is with uh, Come Together North Idaho. Hello, guys. So today we are talking about uh, better ways to partner with the community and to help others in this time. And also we will talk about technical applications to gear and fancy gadgets and all that good stuff. What's practical, what's impractical and all that. So uh, Katie, I will give you the start there. <laughs> All right. So basically, um, I'm the vice president of a organization known as Come Together North Idaho. So what we're doing right now is we are connecting with the community, helping anybody that needs anything. So we accept any and all donations. But right now we are only serving the Boundary uh, County, the Bonner County and the Kootenai County. But um, we're looking to help anybody that needs anything. You know, if you need a grocery run, if you need gas cards, if you need shopping runs, we do curbside pickups and drop-off locations. And we also happen to hand out sack lunches from 11 to 4 every Saturday. Um, we're trying to do everything we can to, you know, make this community a better place to let everyone know that, hey, you know, times are tough right now, but we're, we're here with you every step of the way. Um, and certain, you know, there's some ways that the community can help us as well. Right now, we are trying to get a box truck for donations. We are running out of, you know, ways to get things. There's been a lot of people trying to donate things, but with the vehicle that we have, there's not enough space. So um, the way you would do that is you could sponsor, we could do a sponsorship. So basically um, we're accepting anywhere from 250 to let's say $1,500 in donations. And we would put your sponsor on our truck. And so in ways we would both win. Um, so um, yeah, I think that's all I wanna say about that. Oh, but we do have a um, Facebook group known as, you know, Come Together North Idaho CTNI. So if anybody has any questions, you are more than welcome to look it up and, you know, reach to us. You can reach to us. Um, Leo is actually the president. So if you want to look him up in that group, you can notify him or message me. My name is Katie Smith, as already stated. Or even message, post something in the group, and then we will help you with whatever you may need. Or you can message the page. Or you could even message the page. That's awesome. Yeah. That is, that is awesome. Yeah. So, um, Red Ranger and Dark Defender, I know you guys help uh, the people out medically and stuff like that at times. Uh, any thoughts on how to better do that, how to better help our healthcare workers and uh, uh, such yeah, like stay that. Home. Uh, that's number one. Um, don't go and expose yourself um, during, right now we are still um, in most places dealing with the um, COVID-19 and we are dealing with social distancing and um, all that is really important. So uh, number one, there's a lot of stress on uh, healthcare workers right now, uh, the, the 
yeah. the um, impact on on the workload of our our current healthcare system is, is just huge. So one way that you can help um, healthcare workers is don't end up in the hospital. Um, you know, keep yourself as safe as possible, and that way we don't have to spread our resources thinner if we don't have to. Um, another great way is if you can donate to medical supply chains, if you can help people who or do it yourself. I know we've covered this before, who are people who are making masks, face shields, that kind of stuff. It's always very needed. Um, you can donate blood. That's also a very still um, widely essential service that, that um, we do need. We still need blood donations to um, help supply our hospitals. And um, if, if you're planning on getting involved and because, you know, we, we can go do things like CTNI or, you know, you can get involved with any number of soup kitchens. You can get involved with any number of outreach programs. Um, and they're all over, thank goodness. Um, there's so many people doing the great work out there. Um, but if you are planning on, you know, being the person to help intervene uh, medically for a lot of this stuff, then you need to get your certifications. That's number one. Um, only do what, what your scope is, right? So if you can go to the American Heart Association or Red Cross or um, a few other places. You can get um, BLS certified. That's basic life support. You can get uh, yeah. your first aid CPR card. Um, you can, you know, get training on how to operate an AED. You can get your ACLS, so um, advanced life support. Uh, you can, so there's there's a lot of different um, ways you can go about training yourself that way. If you're a person who doesn't come from a medical background, um, there's a ton of avenues for you. But but the number one thing to do is you you got to make sure that you, um, if that's where you're going, you want to make sure that you're, you're competent, you know what's going on. So, so absolutely go get the training. And uh, if you, you know, are looking for the next step, uh, which is, well, how do I, you know, how do I start applying my skills? Is okay, you know, go reach out to someone like CTNI, go reach out to, um, you know, a, a gospel mission or a soup kitchen or something like that. Or um, go, you know, check out these camps with another um, outreach group. And there's plenty of them that, that move around to, to find people who might need it or to find people who might need help. Um, and, you know, uh, hop on board and let them know what you want to do. And, and there's a lot of great ways you can you can connect and help people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, and of course, when you're out there and you're in the community, um, wear a mask, please, especially the ones that have the N95 filters. Yes, if you can, um, our mayor, yeah, our mayor of um, of the city of Harrisonburg, Virginia, is actually encouraging all residents within Harrisonburg and Rockingham County, as well as those representing other counties, are also encouraging everyone to wear a mask when out. Um. Yeah, it also make sure, in addition to the, the mask wearing, that's a great note, Dark Defender, but also make sure that um, if you're doing this, or if you're doing any kind of outreach work right now, which is really great, you want to make sure that we're, like always, like everybody should be, wash your hands. Um, sorry to clap for emphasis there, but definitely wash your hands. 20 seconds, we want to make sure we're still practicing good hand washing. A lot of people, you know, in the first week of this, they go, oh man, I got to wash my hands, but after that week, they kind of forgot. So um, it's still essential. It's still important to be washing those hands. That is awesome. 
when when I help uh, volunteer for CTNI, you know, I'm always masked up and gloved up and everything. So awesome. So um, looks looks like we lost Dark Defender, but um, we're also going to get into um, some technical applications to uh, to gear and uh, possibly supplies to bring. Well, um, when we do return out to I patrol actually got a and quick stuff. question before we move on to that. Um, I'm sure that a lot of people have more questions about you know what it takes to. Um, join a group like like CT and I on the regular. So I want to ask Katie, you know, if I am a layperson who is listening to all this for the first time, and I'm thinking, man, I live in North Idaho, or I live in Seattle, or in these areas where I know these outreach groups are. Like, I know I can call you on or reach out to you on Facebook, but what after that? What do I have to be prepared to do? So you will be prepared to, you know, possibly answer some questions like what are you needing? You know, um, have you checked on, you know, if if you aren't in the exact location that we are providing, you definitely have to be prepared for questions, you know, for for a list of other resources, because, you know, our locations are very limited right now. We hope to expand that as we grow. But um, if you are in our area, I'm not exactly sure if we have made the um Okay, she's doing them right now. So um, we will be asking certain questions, you know, like your household income, your have you lost your job, you know, have you checked into other certain places? Um, And these are questions that you're asking the people you help? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we try to, you know, ask a lot of questions. That way we make sure that we are help we are helping those that are actually in need so that we're not being taken advantage of. Because unfortunately, as sad as it is that I have to say this, you know, there are and have been people who will try to take advantage of something and get things that they don't need or things that they've already received just so just for the fun of it. So we have decided to make a list of questions so that, you know, we're able to help everybody, not just this one specific specific person more than 10 times, right. you know? Um, well, that makes sense. You know, you, you don't want to um, run out of resources too quick. So exactly. um, you got to spread them around. Um, well, another question then is um, from your perspective of it, uh, since you guys run a more, you know, uh, tight knit outreach group, like what kind of skills, if again, I'm a layperson and I'm thinking, hey, I want to get involved with this group or another group like it. What kind of skill set or um, other, what kind of people are you looking for to help your organization? All right, so I'm going to go ahead and let the president, Leo Hunsaker, answer this question since he said that he wanted to. Ooh, so great. here is Leo Hunsaker. Very cool. So what I try and do with, my, with the organization is we try and find people's strengths. So, you know, like when um, I approach people about helping us, I'm like, you know, what are your strengths? What do you do best? And we look to grow with that. Um, So it's not like we're saying, oh, if you don't have this skill, you can't help us out. We say, you know, what skills are you best at? And then we find a place for you to help us out um, so that when people can feel like, you know, they are being able to help the community and that they are being able to uh, be a part of this um, and that we were not excluding anybody. Um, We're just expounding upon their strengths 
and using that. Um, and I found that module works really well, especially with my board. Um, I have, you know, Katie Smith, who, you know, her strengths lie really in line with what a vice president does. And then I have Kathy Hunsaker, who's my mother, who is my secretary and treasurer. And for lack of better words, she's very anal retentive when it comes to meeting minutes and um, doing our finances. Um, like if her books are off by a penny at the end of the year, she, at the end of the month, she is on the phone right away trying to figure out where that penny went. Um, so we just look to find people's strengths um, and help them, you know, one with our board application, we have, you know, what are your three strengths? What are your two weaknesses? So that way we can help train people and develop people to get over those fears of, you know, this is not my strength, but we'll help you out with mm -hmm. growing upon that. Um, but there's no particular, you know, no cut and no cookie cutter um, skill set that we look for that if you don't have, we exclude you. Um, we include everybody and just look to expound upon their um, strengths. So, so it, sounds, it sounds like you're, you're looking for all comers as long as you have a can-do attitude and want to help. Yes. Yeah, so if I could say something, um, when I first, you know, started this group, I have never, not once gone live on Facebook or done anything, like, I have a big speech problem, and, you know, I'm sitting here as the vice president, so if there's anybody out there, you know, that is wanting to join and help the community, I definitely, definitely recommend that you do, because you will get over your fears, especially once you see how many people you're helping and all those smiles on those faces, it will help, like, I've, you know, I've done a lot with mine. I still fidget and everything, but it's helped me a lot. So I I can vouch for that too because I have a slight stutter. I have a slight stuttering problem myself. I've had it for I've had it for many many years. So I can definitely vouch for that. Yeah, I I agree. You know, I, even if I could like drop my all right, all right, and now I'm Red Ranger again. I'm no longer the layperson asking questions. When you know, we uh, back in the beginning of my career, we used to do a lot of oh, coordinating with uh good. with about uh with a lot of exactly. different organizations for every single week on, I'm figure out how the hell to get the shells on and just uh seeing how yeah. how many people might need to work on a little bit how many um got it. you should give I got out it. I got to and the people you were helping i mean yeah. it, it helps you get over some much fear because you you just realize what a big thing you're a part of and the fear becomes so small in comparison to that. So um, I agree. I think I think getting out there and doing the work is something that uh, is really transformative and helps uh, get over a lot. So just real quick, I noticed that our one and only Sky Knight. Greetings and salutations. Hey, yeah, so I wanted to introduce him real quick. Greetings and hey, Sky Knight. Yep. Hey, greetings and salutations, uh, ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon. Yes, I didn't flub at that time. <laughs> this is Sky Knight. I apologize for my lateness. However, I was dealing with some chronic. Uh, I don't even know whatever was going on over here. Uh, my desktop doesn't like Anchor for some reason. <laughs> happen computers right mine of their own i think it's i think it's a little bit upset that uh, uh i accidentally set it on fire last week so you know um, uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> i want to introduce you want to introduce yourself sky knight. yes uh my name is sky knight i am a uh, re i am also an rlsh operating out of wichita kansas 
Um, and uh, I'm, uh, I've been doing this for about, let's see, August would be, wow, I've, okay, that, uh, uh, I'm realizing that I've been doing this a, lo a lot longer than I thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> Since uh, since last August, essentially, there of uh, of this uh, of 2019. Yep. And do you and you run right and on. you run the so just real quick to to touch up on what we were talking about uh, previously, uh, getting over fears by helping the community. Um, that was real big for me, uh, helping CTNI, because uh, it's it's the first time I've actually been able to do some solid volunteer work, and I was just thrilled that uh, there was a community organization that was willing to let me help in any way I could. Because a lot of volunteer groups were like, "Oh, you're you're a weirdo in a mask. No, thank you." Like, so it, it's it's really cool to to band together and. And plus, it educates good. more people about, you know, every every nonprofit, and also educating people about the RLSH community as well. Yes, indeed. And and uh, uh, speaking personally I, on that fact, there, it's um, uh, it's a, the way I usually the the way I introduce myself there was we have a little event around here called open streets ICT, which was going to happen, but then didn't. But, you know, um, uh, last year I took part in that. I just kind of started walking around on the streets, introduced myself to folks. And on the uh, streets of where did you say, just in case people want to reach out to you or find out where you are? Yes. Wichita, Kansas. Wonderful. Yes. And, and you and you also operate the Kansas initiative. That is also right? correct. Yes. Uh, such as it is. Yes. Um, it's literally just me, so it's a very it's a very tight knit operation right now. We're hoping to change that in the future. Well, myself and Haunter, but she's uh, but but uh, I'll let her introduce herself later on. I mean, not in this podcast, but in another yeah, <laughs> your day. Um. I I hear you. honors kind <laughs> of in the same boat at the, the moment. So. so you're walking around Wichita. Yes, I was watching, walking around Wichita during the Open Streets ICT event, which is a big old festival. They close off this massive swath of um, swath of street uh, in in the uh, in the city here, Douglas, to be precise. If you're in the area, um, and they just kind of have a and just they just kind of throw a big old party. And essentially, what I did to introduce my community myself to the community was I would just walk around, just make my uh, uh, just wave to folks. Uh, introduce myself to some of the uh, um, uh, charity booths, essentially, because they'd set up stands. Um, I think the ones that stand out to me the most was uh, the United Way. United Way was actually a very uh, surprisingly um, nice place to uh, nice place to talk to folks there. Uh, I intend on in talking with them some more, as far as that's concerned. Um, there were some various. Uh, groups that fight against violence here in town. I can't remember the names, uh, the names of them off the top of my head. I'm sorry about that. Uh, please don't be offended if you're listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's what I would usually do on that in there is, and this is, this is just my kind of, my opinion there. 
the more you make yourself known and the more that you um, and the more that you interact with folks in your community, the more and more trusting that uh, other organizations and other um, and other do-gooders in your community will take you seriously and realize, oh, this guy isn't just looking to uh, looking for an excuse to wear a, a tin can on his head. You know, <laughs> well, look at this. He's been around. He hasn't been around a year yet, and look, he's already learned lesson uh, one of the most important lessons. So we we do that a lot, actually, uh, Sky Knight here in Seattle. Uh, uh, when we do daytime missions, for example, things like parades, Pride, Martin Luther King Day, um, other things like that, where there's these big daytime events where we can kind of go and provide some some daytime security, but also uh, we do what what service knows. What do we call that service when we're we're out in the daytime making friends. Uh, shaking hands, kissing That's babies. That's right. We call it shaking hands and kissing babies. <laughs> as, like as opposed to kissing hands and shaking babies. Gotcha. Yeah, right. don't, don't do that one. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, no, it, it's serious, though. Going out and, and um, I think this is a good note for all of the um, aspiring uh, real-life superheroes out there who, who want to get involved with this kind of thing. Um, that, no, it is really important to have a good rapport with your community. And just like Sky Knight was saying, you know, when you go around, especially during the daytime where everyone can see you and you sort of present yourself as, no, I know I look weird, but I'm here to help, and everyone kind of gets the message. What? It, it can also link you up to a lot of these organizations who can need your help, like, you know, outreach organizations like CPNI or, um, you know, all the others, because there's, you know, check around in your area, wherever you live, um, listener, and there's, there, I'm sure that you can, you can find some if you're just, you know, you got to put yourself out there and say, hey, I'm willing to help. Yeah, that's true, too, and I and also, um, you can also find on Facebook like um, like different groups that like whether it's in your area or maybe on a national level or something. But um, but you can find groups that are doing certain things concerning COVID nineteen. Like for instance, okay, for for Rockingham and Shenandoah County uh, uh, here in Virginia, I've, I've, I was recently um, given an invite to. Um, one of the um, Facebook groups called the Rockingham County COVID-19 um, Crisis Response Group. And so it's basically where different individuals will share different posts and videos and also special um, things like how to make um, how to make um, like like cloth masks or like helping 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 people out who are under quarantine but need uh, but need somebody to get like supplies from a store and then dropping them off at home or something like that. And so um and which also brings me to an area where, where uh, I was I was, was going to bring this up but um but I run a nonprofit which a lot of the real life superheroes actually know in the RLSH um a community naturally Red Ranger um Justice Service and also Sky Knight knows it but um the, the name of my organization is called the Justice Alliance Initiative and so we have been in talk for quite a while about launching what we call a unit and a unit is basically a program that's offered in the JAI and the most recent unit that we've um, that we're going to be launching here very soon is actually called the Justice Alliance Initiative Outreach Services Unit or OSU and that and that particular unit is geared towards um, any like different types of outreach whether it's homeless outreach or um, a community outreach just just anything outreach based and so 
Um, the goal was to try to launch OSU when we had a 501c3 status, but even even if we don't have a 501c3 status, we can still um, talk to people and also get general sponsors until we can hit the 501c3 mark, which we will we'll be able to hit 501c3. But in the meantime, we're 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 kind of um, accelerating the the plan and being early in launching OSU because we've had a lot of people um, in our local area and also in some of our other um, JAI divisions who have been wanting to do some sort of outreach even during the pandemic. But at the same time, at the, at the same time now, I know that there are some people out there who really want to help in some way even during this pandemic, which I can understand that, but also at the same time, you got to keep in mind, you know, one, practice social distancing. If you can stay at home, that's one thing. But if you're but if you're wanting to be out, please, for the love of Pete, wear a mask. And like I said just a moment ago, practice social distancing. Don't 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 if you if you can if you can deem it necessary and essential to be out to help, then you know, contact different organizations that are already helping out, like for instance, in my area, um, the the Salvation Army Harrisonburg Corps is doing everything they can, as well as some other local nonprofits. One of them is called um, Our Community Place or OCP, and they they they've been they've been trying to do as much as they can on their end. And for individuals who are homeless, there's a there's a um, program called Open Doors. Open Doors is actually a um, emergency shelter. Um, I'm sorry, emergency homeless shelter um, program that's usually um, seasonal and our mayor has been thinking about trying to get it to where it's open all year long due to the pandemic, but it's gonna be winding down here either next month or the month after that. But, um, because they've been, normally it, it ends around this month, they're trying to, to extend it. But, um, but it, if you're wanting to do some form of outreach, you know, that's fine, but just, and, and Red Ranger, I want you to back me up on this one, but, um, but so if you wanted to help out, that's fine. But like I said, practice social distancing. Do not do not try to, you know, get too close to the person, you know, you know, recommendation about the CDC six, at least six feet or three to six feet and just, you know, wear a mask and also bring um, hand sanitizer with you. And and Leo here might might also be able to, to back this up, too, because um, I think that's a great point you're bringing up uh, during this this really weird time for all of us when we're all trying to stay safe from this virus. Um, you know, we still need to and, and have to help people. A lot of us. Um, but we have to yeah. do it safely. Right. We have to really mm -hmm. modify the way that we're doing this to make sure that we're keeping ourselves and the people that we're helping safe. Because um, if we do things like regular and we just end up spreading the infection to all these other people, how many people are we really helping, right? Uh, so uh, right. It, yeah, it goes with a lot of the common sense rules that we've, we've learned so far to how to deal with this. Absolutely wash your hands as often as possible. I'm talking about every time you see a sink, every time you see running water and soap, you wash those hands. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, gloves, if you can wear them, disposable gloves, make sure you're, you're changing them out safely. Right. Um, cause that's another thing. If you are wearing gloves and you're not taking them off correctly or, or donning them correctly, then you're just 
uh, spreading infection. Uh, so make sure that you review uh, protocol for how to correctly take off the dawn and off your PPE. Um, wear masks, of course. Uh, and, and yes, hand sanitizer as much as, as is available. Hand washing stations as much as is available. Um, as many things as we can do to help keep infection control, uh, you know, moderate and, and sensible, that, then we should do those things. Absolutely. I don't know what, well, well, Katie, real quick, what, what kinds of things have you guys been doing over there? Um, just so people can kind of get a feel for, for, for what is different nowadays. Cause I'm sure normally you're used to just handing out, um, food and supplies to people with a smile on your face, but I'm sure now things are a little bit different for how you, how you do things. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, for me personally, I'm not able to attend every single time that they're able to hand out sack lunches or do the food drive because I do have a team and he's only, he's not even two and kids two and younger aren't allowed to wear the mask because they're so young, it could affect their breathing. So I'm not able to go to everyone, but I do know that they do wear gloves and that they wear a mask and they have to be cautious, you know, and do the social distancing. They have to take extra precautions because as you said, you know, in order to help the community, we have to really know what we're doing because if we are spreading this, then who are we really helping, you know? So they've been taking all the precautions that they can and, you know, and, you know, another thing is a lot of people that are wearing masks, you have to really, you really need to follow the CDC guidelines because a lot of them aren't following it correctly. Uh, I, so it's I, not really on that note, I cannot tell you, Katie, how many people I've seen, even here in Seattle, that will wear a mask and then have their nose popping out. Uh, wearing a mask and gloves and then pulling yeah, it down. Right? It's, or something. And so I, I'm just yes. Yeah. Please, uh, it's irritating. It's very irritating. Your PPE precautions and how to use them and be safe. Please listen to the experts at the CDC for that. Thank you. For the love of God, stop oh, yeah. eating your cheeseburgers while wearing the rubber, rubber gloves. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> so yes, absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to have any more additives to your food now. Um, that's great. That's great. Um, well, you know what I'm actually really excited about is um, that we have Sky Knight here because I, I don't want to interrupt with you a little bit earlier, service, because we were going to switch topics a little bit and talk about, um, you know, in, in, in real life, you hero work, the kind of tech you can carry. But I know that Sky Knight is sort of more of an expert on, on technical applications, and he's actually had some really good ideas there. So I'm really glad he, he made it to the podcast. All right. Yes, Absolutely. indeed. Uh, this is, this is uh, by day, I am an IT technician there. Specifically, I work with networking and whatnot along those lines there. But... I've learned quite a few tricks and treats as far as working with uh, technology and bringing it into the field and whatnot there. Um, though that is a very, 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 very broad topic for me to start with there. So well, I'm going to leave it to you guys first. What do you guys want to hear about first? Well, what, what well, are we well, why don't we start with, with um, either some ideas for uh, technical applications that technical applications that can um, that can help us in the field. Whether you are um, either uh, you're trying to do the real life superhero and patrol thing, or you're just trying to do the outreach thing, like Katie is. Because Katie, I know I know you don't have a 
a secret name or wear a mask or anything like that, but um, you're doing hero work just as well as any of us. So, um, you know, whether you're doing that kind of work or, or the patrol kind of work, um, I think there's a lot of different things that can help. One thing, I'll just start off, and, and we, you can build on this, uh, uh, Sky, if, if you want, is one thing that's really helped me is, uh, it, and I'm not a very tech-savvy person, but of course, I have all my gear, I have my armor, I have my uh, self-defense tools. Uh, but one thing that's really helped me technologically on patrol and with uh, doing outreach is my information gathering tools. So um, things like scanners, things like reaching out online, things like making these connections um, that we can in the 21st century where we can reach out and talk to anybody at the instant of a thought, you know. Uh, I think using those kinds of tools to help you figure out what can be done right now the best way, I think that's great. So what, what do you have in the way of information gathering tools, uh, Sky, that, that you think might be great um, for people trying to do the good work? Well, I got a few, uh, got a few up, in my, uh, uh, up my sleeve right now. One moment, please, while I fire up my Sky computer here, also known as an old smartphone. No worries. Uh, which, by the way, if I may say, 90% of the tools and tech that I'm about to describe right here, you can get at no cost to yourselves there. You can pick up, if you got a smartphone, um, I personally use Android. Most of this works on iPhone as well. If you have a smartphone, you have access to the most of this over here. Um, having said that, um, Looking at this over here, I'm trying to remember the name of this first application that I use here for information gathering. One moment. This darn thing is has not been turned on in a while, so bear with me. <laughs> well, until you're ready, I actually have a question for um, Dark Defender. Uh, uh, Defender, what? Yeah. What uh, what's your favorite way to gather information on who needs help where? Well, really, to be honest, um, the normal method that I do is by just just general word of mouth. Because um, oh. the majority, okay, uh, before COVID nineteen, yeah, this is uh, a lot of the information oh, okay. that, that I was gathering is. It might be not big enough. Um, is that we have been basically, oh. okay, this is how it I've been be doing it uh, before the COVID-19 pandemic. But I know a lot of people in Harrisonburg and also different um, cities are surrounding the area um, who live on the streets. Some are business workers, some are nonprofit um, directors and such. And so, I will generally talk to a lot, and I mean a lot of people, to find out, you know, what's going on, what's the greatest need, what what needs to be done here and there, and um, and that's just how I've been generally gathering information. But then I also use Facebook. But when I use Facebook, um, I'm invited in like different chat rooms of where I can talk to other people who might not be like an outside person, but they may be more like an inside person. And so um, I, I'll, I'll use that. Sometimes sometimes I even use, um, uh, well, here of late, I've been using also Discord, but um, 
but Facebook has been my primary area of like gathering a lot of information and also word of mouth. Cause like, for instance, um, during this um, pandemic, um, the, the pastor of a local church in my area has been having some um, issues about um, people being in the, in the church parking lot at night and he's not able to do it all the time. And, and the deacon of that church has also been, um, not able to do it a whole lot too, because he's up in age and he has a really bad limp and he's not in the best health condition right now. So the pastor of that church has actually requested the JAI's um, security services to keep an eye on the lot of that church just just because of, just because of what's been going on. And of course, and see, of course, um, a security services is one of the things that the JAI also offers. So... Um, but also with that, um, a few of us still do patrols. Some of us are at home right now, but um, but we're still but we're still like in constant contact, and also not just within the JI, but also in the general community as well. And a lot of us that follows us on our JI Facebook page as well. So, so my main areas of gathering information is one word of mouth, and two Facebook. Um, and just look and just being um, using the Facebook groups is also an excellent way of gathering info too. But but I do want to keep in mind, um, I have in the past I have been in some groups where the information is not fully um, accurate per se. So if you're going to join a Facebook group, make sure it's actually legitimate, like the one that um, that Miss Katie has, and also you know other groups as well so you know the, the um you know the, those groups in, including the one that is for the um real life superhero um the real life superhero um community which is the the rlsh um welcome center on facebook so you know just make sure that you have a good a legitimate source of information and, and not anything you know that can be misleading right. or something so like that. it sounds like Social media has been a great tool for you for information. Um, and I agree, absolutely, especially because it's a big, oh, yeah. wide internet out absolutely. there. And um, we all know how totally unbelievable it would be for somebody to lie or not um, provide all the information uh, on the internet. So, uh, <laughs> right? Indeed. And I would just like to point out, yes, none of the tools, none of the online tools, no social media, no applications, Nothing is going to, uh, uh, nothing out there is going to be as good as word of mouth and talking to people there. I agree. Uh, what, what these tools are for, it's for identifying yeah. possible uh, possible trouble areas. It's for kind of getting a, a very, very, very broad sense as to what might be going on there before you go in and you actually take a look at the area and see what the truth of the matter is. Like, um, and on that note, that's actually, yeah. uh, and on that note, that's why I use my very first application here. It's an app that can be downloaded on the Android, uh, on the Android Google Play Store. That's that, uh, Google Play, that's all that it is. Uh, it's a nearly called Spot Crime Plus. It's got a little guy, little, little, uh, little criminal dude, oh, yeah. little orange uh, circle behind him. Yeah. What this will do is it will show you, um, a readout of the area around you or the area you're scanning. Uh, it will show you a readout of different crimes, different incidents that may have happened over the past 
a couple of days, essentially there. I think it's, I think it goes back weeks even. Um, right. These are, I have to make a little after note here yeah. um, with this app, because I also use it. Yeah. Um, it will only show you past events. So it's really good for whether you're doing outreach or whether you're doing patrols to know what kind of stuff has been going on in your area recently. Yes, so it can, is. You can identify the kind of problems right. you might need to encounter or, or intervene on. This is correct, yes. This is not meant to be a yeah. current, up-to-date, this is happening right now kind of thing. And thank Yes. Right. And thank so whatever God you might be leaving for that, because when you open it up, you will be very surprised to find what might be around in your area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, well, there's all kinds of things from theft to assault, to maybe drugs, to, you know, lots, lots of things where you can identify people who, yeah, maybe they've taken a wrong turn, but more, more to the point, they need help. So you can identify what kinds of help you can provide. Indeed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've used that app as well. Um, and um, if you don't mind me saying, Sky Knight, um, the other app that also comes to mind is also the um, Citizen app. But right now, to, to my understanding, it's only available in California and New York. Uh, is that right? Which which uh, which app is this? The Citizen app. Oh, the Citizen app. Yes, yes, I am. That is that is correct. The Citizen app is. Um, a work in progress. It's a, it, it does some similar functions and whatnot there. I don't have a lot of experience with it there on account of the fact that, once again, it's only in California and New York at the moment there. But um, I know that they have been trying to roll it out to different places and whatnot there, so stay tuned for that. I might have something to say about that when it is actually out. Yep. But um, with that being said there, and this is the second uh, application that I like to use here. Uh, there is a, an application called Scanner Radio that you can find on the App Store here. Yeah, what the this version if you're going to use it. Yep. Uh, you're, uh, it's quite uh, – uh, sorry, what was that read? I kind of cut you off. <laughs> I, I was just saying that I agree, and um, before you can get the pro version, if you're going to use this one, we use go ahead, Scott. Yes. So the scanner radio, what this does is it allows you to tap into the police scanner, uh, uh, to police scanners and fire and fire dispatch scanners, basically, uh, for your local neighborhood. Uh, provided, of course, that those scanner, uh, those frequencies are actually available uh, on the application. Uh, for instance, let me just go ahead and pull mine up over here. Uh, mine has access to the Cedric County Law Enforcement there. But I can also go straight into the WPD or Wichita uh, Police Department there, uh, County and Fire Resource, things along those lines there. Um, now, granted, this has also got a caveat to it. I wouldn't recommend having this one on all the time. This is, um, uh, this is something that you would essentially yeah. want to break out. Like if you're hearing a lot of sirens, for instance, or if you're hearing a lot of... Um, or if something is going on nearby there, it's a good idea to keep an, uh, keep an ear out for, um, say, you hear gunshots, for instance. You turn the scanner on and you try and hear if anyone's responded to it. Um, or you hear a lot of police sirens in the area and whatnot there. You turn on the scanner, see if there might be anything going on as far as that's concerned there. Um, and the reason why I wouldn't recommend listening to it all the time, however, is because that is a distraction and it will prevent you from 
your ears from working when there's something going on around in your community. You can modify that actually, and that's actually something okay. I'm glad you brought up, Sky, is because I, I actually have I do that quite often. Even service can corroborate. We've been on patrol quite a few times when I will um, have my phone playing that on speaker on my belt while I'm walking around. So um, I can walk around and I can kind of hear what's going on around me, but at the same time, every now and then I get a little ping off my belt that'll tell me what's going on in the area. And that's one way I don't have it directly up to my face, but I can still hear it pretty well. Um, and I can still hear what's going on around me. So I really, I, you know, you're right. You don't want to get caught up in the scanner or whatever intelligence gathering tools you have while you're on patrol or while you're doing whatever kind of help you're trying to give. Um, because, right, we have a mission to do and we want to make sure that we're not um, scattering our focus. But uh, it, there are ways where you can effectively use this and patrol at the same time. You just got to make sure you're doing it. Yes, and, uh, putting your yours and your safety's team and sorry, yours and your team's safety uh, at risk. Speaking of yours and your say uh, your team's right. safety, this is actually a good segue okay. um, uh, straight into uh, the next application that I'd like to introduce you all to, and this is a nice little device here, Zello. Anyone here use Zello? I I have. I'm not the biggest fan of Zello. Um, it can work, but I actually prefer a, a classic radio. Yes, and um, whatever whatever direction you want to go as far as that's concerned, um, a good old-fashioned walkie-talkie is going to be more reliable in the long run as, number one, um, it's a much simpler device. Therefore, you, uh, uh, therefore you don't have to worry about... Um, your battery, uh, the battery on your phone dying or whatnot there, like you can use your phone for other things there. Number two, it's also going to be a little bit easier for you to just kind of pick up and grab uh, whenever you need it, essentially. Um, so a good old-fashioned walkie-talkie is the preferable method, in my honest opinion. But if you don't got that, you've got Zello, which is essentially an application that allows you to network a bunch of phones together, and you it basically treats it like a walkie-talkie, like it's a live um, voice vo vo voice system there. And if you're uh, going to use these things, sorry to interrupt you one more time, we're not talking walkie-talkies like your Spider-Man or Barbie walkie-talkies from Walmart. We're talking about high-range radios. We're talking, we're talking the sorts of things that would probably kill your Wi-Fi if you walked into your house with it. Like... <laughs> Well, um, the greater range you have, or the higher degree, or the the um, the the uh, better the radio you have with the higher range and, and more channels and stuff like that, um, the the wider you can spread out and um, effectively. So uh, we want to make sure we're using good equipment. You know, Indeed. Here, don't put amateur equipment. Hi, this is Leo Hunsaker. Hey, I've got Katie here, and we've got a meeting to get to. Do you guys have any other questions for us, or are we okay to leave the call? Uh, Justin, I'll leave that one to you. <laughs> um, I, I, I know you guys are very busy, and I, I thank you guys for uh, your time on here. Um, uh, unless you guys have any technological concerns uh, you want to bring up, um, uh, yeah, I'll let you I guys get back give to the good work to you guys do. And I before they they uh, roll off um, for everybody listening, this is an awesome, awesome group. They do awesome work here in in North Idaho. 
Um, they're, they're far away from me, but I wish I could help them out more. Um, I'm all the way here in Seattle, but I wish I could help them out more. Um, if you can hit them up online, listen to what they got going on and try to follow their example because these guys are really doing the work out here. Thank you, CT and I. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Leo, for being here. You guys are, uh, your information has been invaluable and I really appreciate the work you guys do. Well, thank and, how you. People, and also, how would people find yeah, you? Yeah, just one more time. I know you on, brought on that up before, pages. but just as a closing note. Yeah, so if you'd like to get in touch with us, um, you can go ahead and look up Come Together North Idaho on Facebook or CTNI. We have both the page and the group. So if you need to get a hold of us, you can do either or. You can message us through the page or you can go ahead and make a post or contact us from the group. You know, we make posts like literally almost every day. So you'll be able to find us very quickly. Um, if you just want to contact us because you're needing help with something, you could also either um, look up Leo Hunsaker on Facebook or myself. Um, and we can provide links, I believe, when we publish the podcast. So I think we should probably do that too. Okay, um, you could also contact us by um, looking up the email info.ctni at gmail.com. Okay, so info.ctninp at gmail.com. So, All right. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. It is an honor to meet you. Yeah, Have a fantastic evening. See you guys evening. later. Thank you so much for your guys' work. Please stay safe. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for what you're doing as for well. Sure. I mean, it's a tough community, but we're all standing strong. Absolutely. 100%. A good evening to you. Take care, guys. You too. Awesome. So um, back to, we were talking about radios. Um, and uh, this might be a good segue for other kinds of tech we can use. Um, we were talking about how if you're going to use radios, absolutely use the kind that are going to work. Um, I always say, and, and to reiterate, this ain't, this ain't amateur hour out here. So you don't want to bring amateur equipment. Um, right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, you're, God, you're, please you're really just hurting yourself <laughs> and your team when you do that, uh, if you have a team. So um, in addition to these information gathering tools, which, yes, you should look up Citizen App. You should look up scanner radio, uh, crime maps, or whatever whatever um, tool you have locally or in the app store that'll work for you. Um, these are all great ways to to gather information on the kinds of problems you might be uh, needing to help with if you're on patrol or if you're doing outreach um, in a certain area. So so those are great. Uh, another thing I wanted to ask about, and Sky, you might be able to help with this, but what are some innovation or innovative uh, ideas that you have uh, tech-wise that could otherwise help uh, real-life superheroes in our job to do what we do? Yes, indeed. Well, um, many of these things, all of these things have not necessarily left the drawing board as of yet on account of a lack of resources, but um, there is a nice little computer platform uh, known as Raspberry Pi, um, which if you've followed me on Facebook, you know I love Raspberry Pi. Both the uh, both the actual pie. I like it too. It's delicious. 
and yes. it's not a both food, the actual too. pie. <laughs> yes, both, <laughs> both the real pie and also the computer si- system. It's a tiny little computer, no bigger than the uh, no bigger than a credit card, uh, that has a great variety of different functions that you can apply to it. Um, the one that actually springs to mind firstly is a uh, prototype, uh, a system um, that I discovered recently. Um, this was specifically for uh, that you can apply to a Raspberry Pi, get an addition to it, and you can put a heart monitor on it, respiration, temperature, and whatnot there, and you basically have yourself a uh, patient's life signs meter here. Um, with the right kind of uh, with the right kind of code, oh, wow. the right kind of uh, um, assembly and whatnot along those lines, there you could make some. Uh, you could make one of these that's very small. Um, I would uh, I would say it's about. It's not as big as an iPad, by the way. Not even as big as an iPad. Most more like a very large smartphone. But um, to somebody's suit, or for example, the inside of a certain medic shield. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> that would be a that would be an uh, a wonderful thing. Uh, Provided, once again, I get the opportunity to build that in the future. Um, um, there are some body cams. Body cams, body cams, body cams, body cams. Okay, yes. Real quick. Body cams, absolutely body cams, body cams, body cams. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. will say this, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it again. If you're going to go on patrol, and this is the number one most important tool we carry on the Emerald City Heroes organization, is our cameras. Uh, if you're going on patrol and you plan on intervening in any kind of situation, you need a camera. You need a body camera. This isn't a thing for vanity. This isn't, oh, look what I'm doing. I'm so cool. No, this is to keep you accountable to what you're doing, to make sure that, and, and to, to show the community and people around you and, and authorities, et cetera, that we are doing the right thing. We are not out here acting the fool. And we are out here. With... Sorry, <laughs> exactly. Some Unlike some know. people who let you go out and act a fool, um, this this is something that keeps you accountable to make sure that we're, um, of course, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, and we can show our communities and our local law enforcement that no, we we are doing um, our our level best and our professional best to help our community. So um, to to let you continue, Sky, um, absolutely, body cameras. Can't stress it enough. Say the it is problem. Oh, go ahead. Absolutely, go ahead. Sorry. And if I can jump in, um, I was just gonna. All right. Um, I was just gonna say also. Uh, the big thing about body cams is, um, that you know, if there's a crime in progress, you know, that's evidence for the police and and all that so that it's one of the exactly most service has seen it when we've made a report and I, I have a body uh, camera on my chest and i was able to just flip it around and hit play and show the police exactly what just happened um and and that keeps that they, and they immediately go okay great now we know exactly who who we need to arrest yep. and you guys are good and so it, it really makes our job in terms of crime fighting way 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 easier yes it's it's like uh, um, yeah. uh, it's no longer he said she said it's he said but here's what the film says yeah <laughs> right I, I I don't mean to brag but um, back when I first started doing this I had I had a little mini body camera model 
uh, that I clipped. It's not the current model I have. It just kind of clipped to my to my armor. And uh, this was just before SPD had adopted their uh, their camera policy. You know, it wasn't a widespread policy. Not every officer had to have a body camera. But, you know, I kept getting asked in the first couple of years that I was doing this, you know, what kind of camera is that? What kind of camera is that? Oh, yeah, just a little, just a little one. I can plug it into my computer and I get great video. And they go, oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah, it's really discreet. And um, a year later, I most of the officers I saw uh, on SPD once they developed, once they uh, uh, instituted their, their body cam policy, um, had the same model I did. So, yes. Um, you can actually do a lot more than just helping your community. You can potentially be uh, teaching your community the best kind of tech to use to 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 do that. Um, so yeah, no, it can go a lot of ways. But anyway, uh, Skynight, you were saying body cam. Yes. So I'm about to get into some very boring nerd stuff here. Um, if you have uh, uh, if you have an aversion <laughs> to boring nerd stuff, I'm sorry. But um, uh, when it comes to body cameras, uh, there are two things that you're going to want to keep. Reso uh, keep in mind, resolution and frame rate. And another third one is um, maybe finding something that works in low lighting conditions there. Um, so resolution, what do I mean when I say yeah. audio? Yes, fourth, four, four things. Audio um, is thank, you for, thank you for that, actually. Um, so... Four things. Uh, resolution. This uh, shows how fuzzy your camera is. The more, the higher resolution, the sharper the image, and the more you can make out things going on. Essentially, um, because if you try and record, because you can you can record things all well and good and whatnot there, but if everything is too blurry to see what's going on, then you're not going to be. That's not going to be how much of help to you or anyone else on that there. Um, Second thing, frame rate. This is how many images per second the camera is capturing. The higher the frame rate, the smoother the video. And the reason why this is so important is because if you have a higher frame rate, the camera captures uh, high motion or fast motion a lot better than if it was a lower frame rate. So 60 frames per second is usually what I would go for as far as that's concerned. Um, so, because when you have a low frame rate, if you move an object very quickly in front of it, that will blur up the screen and um, make it very difficult to see what is actually transpiring, essentially. Um, third thing, like I said, uh, you'll want to make sure that said you, if ideally you would like a camera uh, that is capable of uh, low light conditioning and literally just make sure that it can see well in the dark, essentially. Uh, oh, yeah. You want to make sure it picks up street light really well. Yes, yes. Um, resolution will help with that, admittedly, there. Um, personally speaking, uh, uh, and um, although if you're doing mostly daytime patrols, that probably won't necessarily be necessary, but it might be a good thing to pick up on just in case you need it later. Um, Fourthly, audio. Uh, audio capture, well, the, tr the tricky thing is with any kind of camera of this size, it's a little bit difficult to actually record audio. Um, these things are not necessarily built with the best microphones in mind there. Having said that, there are alternatives. 
you can uh, many GoPro cameras, which are the ones that I would usually recommend for this kind of work anyway. They're very durable. They are very high quality. Expensive, yes, but they are very good at what they do. Um, okay, yes. let, 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 let me chime in on this one. Uh, um, okay, so Sky Knight, um, there have been a few questions um, brought up in the past about another kind of camera, and I've seen this advertising on cop TV. Cam. Oh, you uh, the cop not cam, this right? one specifically there. I'm going to look this up right now. Okay, yeah. From my understanding, um, I, it's, oh, it's, one those, no. it's one of those awesome <laughs> TV products. Um, yeah, but 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 I mean, I've heard some good reviews and I've heard some bad reviews, but I've never really like ex experienced it myself because I already have a body yes. camera that I use for patrols anyway. But um, but but I was wanting to like like get like thoughts and opinions concerning that particular um product because I mean. I can't say 100% as to like how good it is because I've never, like I said earlier, you know, I've never had the experience um, of, of like using it and, and, and you know, kind of like, you know, playing with it while on patrols, but, you know, just wanted to get well, like some. I personally some don't have that much well. experience with this one, I must admit. Um, I honestly forgot it existed until you just told me. Um, uh, so let me go ahead and take a look here. <laughs> Okay, yeah, cop camera, uh, home security camera, hardwired, records in full HD video, perfect audio records 24-7 day or night. I doubt that. Um, <laughs> no offense, but, uh, well, honestly, I would have to look into this a little bit more on that end of things there, but based upon what I'm seeing over here, the thing about a camera this small and the thing about something that has this kind of form factor um, there you're going, it's uh -huh. more like, you might as well use a phone, honestly. <laughs> um, like I'm looking at this, uh, I'm looking at this device over here. It's not liable to have a very strong battery life on it for one. Uh, as I can see here, it says, oh, it records when it senses motion in front of it there. A device this tiny is not liable to have a very strong ba battery life at all especially if it's saying that it's going to record in HD. This seems a little cheap, honestly. Like, this seems okay. a little bit suspect. I would have to look at this myself. I would have to actually buy one myself. I might just do that now just to have some fun with it and see what that looks like. But I'm not sure I trust this device as of yet. But, okay, so it sounds like really what the point of what you're saying, though, like just for all those people who can't follow all the numbers and the tech tech jargon, um, for the lay people like me, it kind of sounds like what you're saying is just research the specs of the camera you're getting and make sure you're getting something that's going to do the job because um, this, this is the number one exonerator for you. If you're doing the work, this is the thing that's going to keep you safe uh, legally and in terms of how many people are going to like, like, like what kinds of people and how, what kinds of responses you're going to get to the work that you're doing. Um, uh, so you want to make sure that you have something that with, as, with the best specs as possible to show as clearly as possible what we're doing. Correct. Yes, this is absolutely correct and whatnot there. And right. mostly what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to tell you which specs to look out for the most on that in there. Which, admittedly, what I was going to let you know as far as that actual camera was concerned, the GoPro cameras, 
is they can also, like I said, while the audio is not very good on them, typically, um, you can absolutely pick up an external microphone. They work with any kind, they work with headphone jacks, basically, headphone jack style microphones. So okay. you can absolutely, basically, uh, but to, to round it all off and whatnot there, like I said, resolution, frame rate, low light conditions, and audio, mo four most important aspects in any sort of camera. If you can't get those things, they are not worth your time. <laughs> Word. And that is so awesome uh, to touch up on all that. Uh, my and current that's actually camera another thing. Oh, uh, they're broken right now. I fix that's why I brought up the audio I'm really earlier. Glad they're, they disconnected from the Wi Fi. Let me fix it later. Um, What's up, Sky? Sorry, was I not muted? You were not. Uh, wow. Um, but but I, I like I was saying, I'm really glad you brought that up, service, because you you were just mentioning your camera and what the things that it can't do. So check it out. If you're a patrolling with more than more people than just yourself, uh, it it never hurts to have more than one camera because, like service was saying, his camera wasn't the best at. Uh, capturing audio, but thank goodness I have a camera that is. Um, so the more body cams and cameras you have on your team, again, this isn't a thing about vanity. This is a thing about making sure that you guys are all uh, accountable uh, on your team for whoever is patrolling. So the more cameras, the better, because um, anything that one camera can't do, one another camera might be able to. Absolutely correct. And the more angles, mm -hmm. the better. And it's good. And it's good to have, yeah, and it's good to have more than one camera at different angles. So in case one camera can't get one angle, another one might have a different angle. And so you can kind of. Yeah, the more eyes on, it's on like the a better. 360 type thing. Yeah. And uh, uh, easier to sort through confusion that way there. But I can talk, I can talk tech specs all the live long day. But the point on that in there, of course, is um, no, uh, the, Research your equipment, know your equipment inside and out, like as best as you possibly can, or have somebody nearby who does yeah. uh, if you're if you're having trouble. And if, yeah. 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 And um, and when it comes to like documenting your patrols and, and things like that, you can actually um, and and I know that, you know, Sky Knight and also Justin Service and Red Ranger can definitely vouch for this. But. Um, you can also, um, for any RLSHs that are listening to this, um, you can also follow a lot of um, the newly newly created um, guides, um, courtesy of one of our own um, real-life superhero, Discordia, who runs the RLSH Wiki as well. Um, a, a number of guides have been created thus far, and there's new ones being created pretty much all the time. But um, but you can also look for them on I believe um, you can either look for them on the rlshwiki.net or you can also um, download the rlsh.net app and create an account and you can look at the um, wiki through the external um, links of the app. Absolutely as well. correct. Uh, Discordia uh, Discordia is good people. Trust her stuff. Yes, that is awesome. So that is awesome. So 
this time we talked about the practical applications of tech and all that. Um, next time we're going to talk about the impractical applications and things you should not bring out on patrol. Um, no, uh, I'm well, gonna I'll say one wrap thing. this up here. Any final thoughts? Listening. You know, we are going through a tough time. This has been a great podcast. Thanks for everybody uh, being here. Um, thank you, Sky. Thank you, Service. And thank you, Dark Defender. Um, you guys have been great. But uh, one thing that I will say is we're still going through a tough time. Uh, I want to make sure that everybody listening remembers as a final note to be safe. I want to make sure that we're keeping our medical staff safe and we want to make sure we're keeping our vulnerable population safe and everybody else that we can safe. This is really serious. And, um, you know, as, as, as hard as it is for everybody right now to, to practice this social distancing and maybe we're not all going to work and, and things are all really weird right now. Um, we have to rally together and, uh, we have to do everything we can to keep our community strong and a lot of that is following the CDC guidelines and making sure that we do everything we can to save lives during this time. So thank you for everybody out there who is doing that and doing their best to save lives. Y'all are heroes too. Um, we're all in this together. Thank you everybody for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. And a, and a fantastic evening and many more to come. Absolutely. And, yeah, and for gosh that. sakes, please <laughs> wear masks. <laughs> Indeed. I don't care if you gotta I don't care if you've gotta cut up some linen. I don't care yeah. if you gotta go and get and get in rip up that tie-dye shirt of yours. Wear a dang mask. <laughs> Something's better than nothing. Oh yeah, absolutely. And there's even a video by the yeah, um, Surgeon right. General so like I, on so that's like making point. the most so simple like Hunter says, as a final note, refer back to the CDC if you have questions about how to deal with COVID and keeping yourself safe. Um, service, thank you for having us. Always, always. This has thank been you. Heroes Good United Radio. Thank you guys so much night. for being on here. <laughs>